You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands we record this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, as well as the Wanarua and the Gamilaroi people. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move, and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. From Mamma Mia, hi, I'm Siobhan Moran-McFarlane and welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. Here are the evening news headlines for Monday, June 20. The New South Wales Parliament has announced an inquiry into whether former Deputy Premier John Barillaro got a top job based on merit or if it was part of a so-called Jobs for Mates deal. His new role as the state's Senior Trade and Investment Commissioner to the Americas was only announced on Friday, but already serious questions have been raised about whether he really was the best candidate. New South Wales's coalition government says he was appointed after a highly competitive and rigorous global talent search. But Labour's leader in the upper house, Penny Sharp, doesn't think it passes the pub test, as the appointment should have been run past Cabinet and it wasn't, saying, I don't think any serious person in New South Wales thinks it's reasonable that the ex-Deputy Premier gets to resign and six months later is appointed to this position on a salary of $400,000 plus $100,000 of living expenses. The job is one of six commissioner roles in cities around the world that were created by Mr Barilaro when he was Trade Minister. Energy Minister Chris Bowen has addressed the ongoing electricity crisis, noting that pressure on the grid is easing, but there is still significant strain on the national energy market. Mr Bowen reassured consumers that the federal government will work with the Energy Security Board to ensure ongoing and reliable access, especially as Australia transitions to renewables. But that may come as little comfort to consumers who are bracing for a significant hike in their next power bill. The Australian Competition and Consumer Commission has confirmed that already this month, power prices jumped up to five times higher than the wholesale price at the start of 2021. In response, they're now launching a full investigation into whether power companies have been acting against the interests of consumers by withholding supply or setting retail prices above the market safety net. The ACCC will report back to Australia's energy ministers about the state of the national energy market in July. Since the start of the pandemic, more than 18,000 people living in New South Wales have had to wait for so-called elective surgeries after they were shelved during the peak of the Delta and Omicron waves. But today, the state government promised to address the backlog by committing $408 million to resolving the extended wait times. It means thousands of operations will now be fast-tracked as the money will be used to employ 267 full-time staff and pay for operating theatres at some hospitals to open on evenings and weekends. Treasurer Matt Keane says the funding will ensure people can get elective surgery when they need it. 
The Australian Federal Police have issued a stark warning to parents that international sex offenders are posing as girls online as a way to lure young boys. The Australian Centre to Counter Child Exploitation noted a significant rise in the number of reports of boys being groomed on social media. Commander Hilda Sirek told the ABC that sex offenders often pose as girls to befriend boys on social media platforms, image-sharing apps or online games, before asking for compromising photos. The offender then threatens to share the images unless they pay up, using bank transfers, cryptocurrency and gift cards. The ACCCE is encouraging guardians to speak with their children about online safety. The global body that oversees international swimming competitions has made a controversial decision to effectively ban transgender women from elite events. During this month's World Championships, FINA members, including Australia, voted to only allow swimmers who transitioned before the age of 12 to compete in women's events. The mandate was passed with 71.5% support, but even those who voted in favour of the motion have said they did so with a heavy heart, including Aussie swim legend Kate Campbell. The three-time Olympic gold medalist says, It pains me that this part of my role may injure, infuriate and potentially alienate people from an already marginalised community. The new rules are the toughest implemented by any Olympic sport. That's your evening news headlines. If you want more from the quickie, check out today's deep dive into why Rebel Wilson was forced to reveal her relationship with another woman and why outing people is still very harmful in 2022.